What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Jonathan Haynes, and this is the Comeback Podcast, and we're on the sixth episode of this podcast. Today is Friday, August 27th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. You Before you do anything else, follow us on all platforms where you can get podcast listening at Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and Amazon. Listen, I'm going to get out the way. I want to introduce my new brother in Christ, and he's going to introduce himself, but I want to say he's an author, a minister, and he has a powerful testimony, and he's a true man of God. I want to welcome you all. I want you to listen to my brother as I introduce him, Minister Thurston. Hey, brother, how are you on today? Oh, I'm doing well, brother. I'm blessed, Jonathan. I'm blessed. And it's a privilege to be on this podcast with you, brother. Oh, (laughs) thank you. Thank you so much for being a part. Listen, you might not know we connected on a business in Power Mississippi thing. I said, I have to bring you on my podcast because he's a true man of God and he knows what he's talking about. I want to ask you a couple of questions and then I'm going to get out the way. How have you been since the pandemic? Man, I, I've been, I've been, I've been good, but I, I, I'm doing better, and I've been getting better. Um, I think the part, um, the pandemic has really caused everyone to slow down and really look at what's going on on the inside of us, and not so much what's on the outside. You know, during this pandemic, I've, I've gone through some counseling sessions. I've gone through some reevaluation. I had to make some changes. I had to cut some things off that I didn't want to cut off, but I've grown tremendously as a person, as a human being. As a brother, um, as a cousin, as a family member, I've grown as a person, um, and I saw and I realized there were things in me that needed to be let go and released so I can move forward. So I think the pandemic was a blessing in disguise for all of us if we took advantage of what God was really trying to do. Right, right. I was I've talked about this on the pandemic that a lot of people started up businesses during this pandemic. A lot of people came back to God in a tremendous way because we had so much time to just think about things. So if the pandemic did anything, you had time to do what God has called you to do. So that's amazing, bro. Thank you for sharing. My next question. Can you share a little of your testimony on how, how you came back on top? I heard a little of your testimony on the Business Empire Mississippi, and it truly blessed me. And I know the listeners are going to be blessed as well. Take bro, and you go ahead. Yes. Um, how I came back on top was through, as, as Paul said it like this, 1 Corinthians 15, I think, verse 10. He says, I am that I am because of the grace of God. I may labor hard, but it is the grace of God that I am, that I am. No matter how much we work or do, we are what we are because of God's grace and mercy. It's not my, it's, it's not, it's not a formula for grace. It's just his mercy and his goodness that saves us and changed us. And the only way I could be right where I am today and overcome what I've come, overcome God's patience, God's love, God's mercy. That's it. Not even my my ability to repent and ask for forgiveness was enough. It's based on solely his grace and mercy. Um, and so, you know, how I came back is is contingent on just the love of God. And if we can get, if I could get anyone to understand, it is the love of God that changes us and saves us regardless of how sinful, wicked we've become, going astray and in my own life. It is his love and grace that does the work. But in, um, in spite of that, um, man, experiences, you know, definitely experiences have taught me 
that, you know, we all go through trauma. We all go through grief, all different types and levels of grief and trauma and pain. And that pain sometimes causes us to change our perception, how we see God, how we see ourselves, how we see the world we live in and everything else. Right. Right. I have been talking about that constantly, that no matter the situations that we go through, just take those comeback lessons as a positive attitude to say, if God can do it for me, he can do it for you. So listeners, if you're listen, listening right now, you know that you have another chance of victory. You have another chance to overcome the battles or whatever you're going through, because this is the season and the time to come back on top and do what God has allowed us to do. Listen, no matter where you stand right now, we have to remember that we can do all things through Christ which strengthens us. No matter what the enemy is trying to throw your way, listen, your brother Jonathan Haynes is telling you right now that no matter what the enemy throws your way you knock it out and say i can do it because god is with me so no matter the circumstances or the situations is trying to stop you right now remember that you can come back on top because you know that god is always with you and you know there's a greater purpose or calling over your life listen guys i hope you're getting something from this podcast and this interview we're going to ask some more couple of questions and then we're going to be out your way as you know this podcast is not long we get to the issues and we're done Okay, Minister Thurston, can you tell me some things that can inspire and uplift the youth or men or just people in general that may be in a sunken place right now and feel like giving up? Can you talk to them and give them some words of wisdom? Yes, definitely. Um, Sometimes we cannot change our situation, but we can change how we how our perception in our situation. Sometimes it's not always the external things that crowd our mind that keep us um, in bondage, but sometimes it's really the inner, inward um, trauma and perception that's keeping us bound. If we can keep a clear head, uh, positive outlook on life, um, and with God and ourselves, it'll it'll become a lot easier. Not it won't be e- it won't be easy, but it'll be a lot easier to go through what we're going through. <clears throat> One thing I can say, even with my book, um, that sometimes my bondage didn't, my bondage didn't come from other, necessarily from other people. It came from how I thought and perceived myself. And until we change our perception, we can't change our lives. Um, Ooh, and, so, yes. and, and so people are trying to change their life, but they're still stuck in 1980. They're still stuck in, <laughs> in, 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 in eight, at age five. You know, they're still stuck at age 10 and then they wonder why they really can't move forward. Um, And I'll say this. I've had some situations. I'm a certified Christian counselor as well. And as a minister, I had to have some conversation with some people that you're struggling with God because of how your parents treated you when you were two and three. This is really you. This is what this is the result of what has happened. And it's just an accumulation of everything that has transpired and some there was one particular young lady that thought it was her husband dying that caused i say no it's not your husband it goes back way back when you was a kid and some of us are stuck trying to move forward trying to make sense but until we go back we can't go forward and we have to be willing to accept um, um embrace the pain the hurt in order to move forward Right. That is so good. Moving forward. I know I sing this song all the time. I'm not going back. I'm moving ahead because there's something greater on the inside. And listen, I want to concur with what he said. 
we have been in that mentality because people want to put us in the position to say we're going to be like our mama, our daddy, brother, and sister. And we get into those mindsets and we think that's how we're going to become. That's nothing but the trick of the enemy that wants you to be in a place of corruption or bondage. But my brother right now just told you to get out of that place because we are in the season that God is doing things like never before. He is putting people in places that we know we shouldn't be in. I know I've been in places that I'm like, God, wow. If I would have listened to my cousins or a lot mm-hmm. out of everybody, I would be somewhere in a sinking <laughs> place. Like, really? Because if I listened to what they said, I wouldn't amount to anything. I remember some family members always thought that everything that I said wouldn't come to fruition or they always downplayed what God had for my mm-hmm. life or thought I was lying about things. But look at what God can do now. And let me just tell you, God will make your enemies your footstool in the same place. Sometimes it's the family and friends, but you have to remember that it's a greater purpose in calling over your life. Don't get distracted by what the enemy is trying to throw your way. And like he said, sometimes we are stuck in those positions from 1982, what they're saying, what your mama have done to you, your daddy. But we have to come back on top and know our purpose is in God and we can do nothing but fail. We cannot fail with God on our side. Amen. Amen. This is so, so good. We're going to ask some more questions and we're going to get out the way. I know that we have some similarities. A lot of people know my testimony. And I remember you was talking about some things that you went through and suicide. Am I correct that you went through something like that? Yes, my brother. Overdose and suicidal, many suicidal attempts. Wow. You know, my story, I tried to commit suicide three times. I want you to talk to some people because I think men, people don't think men talks about these things because in my generation, we think that it's like the punk way. We don't want to get sympathy for things that we go through. You know, we don't share our testimony. But I believe once I started sharing mine, God started opening up doors that have blew my mind. So I want you to speak to somebody who have went through these things or trying to compliment doing suicide right now. Can you speak to that person who may want to give up and give them some words to not give up? Yes, definitely. Um, I'll say this from personal experience. When I tried to commit suicide, I felt hopeless. I felt like there was no other way out. I just, I took my prescription pills and chugged them down, laid down, ready to die. Um, I started feeling the effects of the overdose, got in the shower, started falling all over the place. And then I realized I made a bad decision. Right. Um, Sometimes our decisions don't hit us until it hits us. Mm. Um, And while I was laying on the ground, thank God my sister was home. And I called for her and she called the ambulance. um, And they came. um, And and I was laying there and saying, God, I really don't want to die. Even though I did the act, Mm -hmm. I did it out of frustration and hopelessness, but I didn't really want to do it. Sometimes we do things because we're frustrated and we're seeking help, but we don't know how to communicate that help. And so we, we we start operating in destructive behavior, destructor, destructive um, conversation. We start hanging mm-hmm. around destructive people because we're seeking acceptance, love, sympathy, compassion, or love in some way, but we just don't know how to verbalize it or get it or obtain it. Um, and so we passed out, woke up the next day um, alive. My God. Over after a, a medic prescription overdose. 
and knowing that God still had a plan for my life kept me going realizing that God loved me in spite of my decisions in spite of my sin in spite of my failures in spite of how I even saw myself and my own worth of my life God still had a plan and that is what I want to encourage somebody today you may feel like you want to commit suicide but you really don't and I'll say that right right intention wrong application um Meaning we still have to die, but we not the way we, we, we see ourselves dying, not through suicide, but right. it must it must we must die at the cross, the cross of mm-hmm. Calvary. Mm-hmm. That part of us that's looking for hope, peace, hope in the world, hope in friendship, hope in people, hope in mom and dad that don't love us. That part, there's a part of us that all has to die, but it has to die the way God God wants it to die, not how we want to die, but how God says, I'll let you die, but it's on my terms. It's <laughs> at the cross. Is through my son. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. And that's how we die God's way. But if we die our own way, then we leave people that love us. We live an unfulfilled life, an un um an unfulfilled life, you know, a premature death. Right. People are hurt. But if we die the way God wants us to die on the cross of Calvary, we'll live a fulfilled life, full of hope, peace, joy. And we have to do that daily. We have to do that daily and take those desires and 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 give them to God and nail those on the cross. Right. Yes, yes, yes. That's so powerful. I hope you are getting something from this podcast on tonight. It's truly to uplift you and to inspire you. And my saying is when you want to give up and you see what God does in the next couple of years, in my case, I said, what if I would have gave up? I would have missed all the blessings that God has bestowed onto me. Like everything that he has done in my life. You So sometimes we be in those places because we feel like all hope is lost or we feel like nobody loves us or the enemy puts in our mind that we're not good enough. That's nothing but the enemy. When we get through those things, you know there's a greater purpose in calling our life that the enemy don't want to see you succeed or the enemy don't want you to fulfill the purpose that God has for you. So when we go through these things, I'm always telling people seek help, seek counseling. Sometimes we go to the church, but not just the church. You need to go seek counseling because sometimes in the church, you know, suicide, they think that's of the enemy. So you have to go seek help because sometimes I'm always wondering. I remember I went to church and it was like, oh, just pray about it. We don't believe in stuff like that. And I was like, okay, what if I was in that place that I really wanted to give up and I would have killed myself and I would, you know, listening to somebody in the church. So seek help seek counseling or seek somebody that wants to listen. Somebody wants to listen. In my case, I thought nobody wanted to listen to me. Mm-hmm. So get somebody that wants to listen, go seek help counseling. If you don't want to do counseling, help. And first of all, you seek God, pray and ask God, what am I feeling and what's overcoming my body that makes me feel like I want to get up, give up. Listen, this podcast has been so expiring. I have two more questions and then we're going to end this because I don't want to waste any more time because we have done a lot of good. I hope y'all been writing some things down. We have did this in 15 minutes and it's been some powerful quotes he has been giving us. Listen, so I want to let um, everybody know that he is an author. Can you tell everybody some quotes or some things about your book and then we can go from there? Oh, yes, definitely. 
my book is called My Bondage and My Freedom from the Mental Institution to the Pulpit. One of the quotes that I write in there is, um, don't give up on God because God hasn't given up on you. And mm-hmm. so many times, um, and don't give up on yourself. And so many times God is really working on us, but we think he's left us. We think he's abandoned us, but God is working on you, you know, um, right. and he's trying to make us in that situation that we're in so we can come out better um, and wiser, better and stronger. Um, and so also, you know, don't give up on God and don't give up on yourself. Sometimes we look at ourselves and we compare ourselves to other people and then we think we're a failure. But you're in a you're in a process. You're in a process. You know, the length of time it takes to make a, a Toyota is not the same as the time it takes to make a semi truck. Right. You know, so your purpose is greater and larger. It's going to take longer for God to finish the work that he's begun in you. And so you can't compare yourself with other people because you don't know the final product in which God has for your life. Um, but other parts in the book, you know, I talk about middle school. I had low self-esteem. I was bullied. I, I actually used to look in the mirror and despise and hate what I looked like. And I, I wrote a letter to God wanting God to kill me because I didn't love the image of God that he put in me. In my wow. body, I wanted God to take my life. I thought I was grotesque, but it wasn't true. It was inaccurate. It was a a, 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 a lie, a fallacy. Um, but sometimes, mm-hmm. what we, like I said before, what we believe determines how we live and how we perceive things. And sometimes, some of us have walked around all our life with the wrong perception or with someone else's view of us, and it's not even accurate. And so we have to change our perception, change our view to how God views us, and then we can walk in purpose. <clears throat> um, lastly, uh, I say in the last chapter of my book, freedom must be maintained. Freedom comes yes. with responsibility. You can be set free. You can be delivered. You can get your breakthrough and all that, and God can bless you. But if you don't have the discipline mm-hmm. uh, um, and continue continuation, being consistent, being intentional, um, and be responsible, you'll lose the freedom that you have. And so once you get freedom of any kind, it's always good to have um, maintenance, um, responsibility, and discipline to keep that blessing and to keep that freedom. Right. That is so good. So listen, guys, you need to get the book and we're going to get some more information about how you can get that. But I just want to leave the two minutes of encouraging words because, listen, we have listened to the man of God and he has given us some powerful quotes. And I know now you don't want to give up or don't throw in the towel. But listen, I want to tell you tonight that whatever you're going through, I feel this in my spirit. I feel like somebody wants to give up. I feel like somebody thinks they're not good enough, but I want to let you know that you are good enough. I want to let you know that you are powerful. I want to let you know that don't let somebody's perception of you put you in a place where you think you're not good enough or you can't do what God has already ordained in you. God has birthed something on the inside of you and you know you have the talent to do it, but people or somebody is saying, how are you going to do that? You ain't got the funds or you can't do that because you ain't got nobody supporting you. That's nothing but the trick of the enemy. When people do that, they want to see you not winning. They want to see you failing. They want to see you in a place where they're in. And sometimes you have not even done anything 
to them, but it's just something about the jealousy and envy. They, they see something on your life and that's God on your life. And they know it's a purpose and a calling. And it's something about you that knows you're going to succeed and they don't want to see you succeed. But I want to tell you that you can win in this season. As my sister Ja'Kalen Carr said, it is your winning season. It's time for you to dust off those bootstraps and do what God has allowed or afforded you to do. When you have breath in your body, you woke up this morning. That's a reason to do what God has allowed you. It's so much going on in the world. People are dying left and right during the pandemic, during gun violence, or just in general. But if you still have breath in your body, that's a reason to just do what God has afforded you to do. It's never too late to do what God has for you. It's never too late to do the dreams that God has afforded you to do. Listen, I hope you have enjoyed the Comeback Podcast. It has truly been a blessing on my life. But before we go, I want to give the information for Minister Thurston on how you can get the book, how you can get in contact with him for any further interviews, etc., etc. Minister Thurston, take it away. And if you have any final remarks, tell the people something good. And then we're going to go from there. Yes, definitely, my brother. Definitely. Um, I can be contacted through social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I also do have a YouTube channel. It's Antoine D. Thurston. Just type my name in in either search engine. <clears throat> um, my book is available in Books A Million, Barnes & Noble Online, and Amazon. If you go on Amazon, go to... My actually book is now newly published. So I prefer that you get the newly published new edition in Amazon. It'll show it at the bottom of the old older version. Um, but if you like an autograph um, copy of my book and the ebook, it's also available on my web, my, my personal website, as well as a seven minute clip encouraging word. It's www.antoinedthurston.com. That's A N T O I N E, the letter D T H U R S T O N dot com. Um, and I can be reached through social media. My contact information is also on my website and so forth. Awesome. Awesome. And you know, your brother is staying busy, but listen as well. You know, I am an author as well. The make it happen book. Listen, go to amazon.com or go to my website. If you want to autograph autograph copy, excuse me as well, but go on Amazon and type in make it happen. 99 cent for digital 1999 paperback or go to my website to get an autograph coffee by just sending me a message. And my website is Jonathan L. Haynes as J O N A T H A N. L Haynes, H A Y N E S dot com, or reach me at 228 314 0722. If you know that anybody wants to be a part of this podcast, let them know that your boy is back and we're better than ever. Reach me at that email again, or you can go to sbirdproductions56 at gmail.com every second Friday at 7 p.m. Listen, I hope you have enjoyed this podcast as I have. Listen, this is going to be, I know this podcast is going to bless the people real good. Again, like, share, comment, subscribe to the podcast. Again, we're on Amazon, Apple, Google Play, wherever you can get podcasts. And you have listened to your boy, the Songbird of the South, Jonathan Haynes, for the Comeback Podcast, the sixth episode, August 27th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And until next time, you have listened to the Comeback Podcast. God bless you all.